Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast, everyone. Today, we're talking about nutrition. This is probably one of the hottest topics around nutrition. We're going to be talking calories, why they matter, how they affect weight loss. We're also going to talk about how they affect building muscle as well. You're going to want to stick around for this one if you need to know more. What's up, everyone? In case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. Today, I am joined by Richard Lelis, the man behind the mic. We are two of the owners and founders of Unity Gym and the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into athletes. If you want to know how we do that, you're going to want to grab one of our blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video or the podcast if you're listening to the podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our Unify Movement System online coaching. You can grab yourself a free month by clicking the link in the description and uh, come and join our inner tribe and see how we make people strong, flexible and fit with daily workouts. Also, come and join our Facebook group, UMS Movement Mastermind, where we record these podcasts live and we answer your questions. So how are you today, Richie? Oh, I'm pretty good, thanks, Rad. Had a nice run this morning. Ran over the bridge and back. Um, was a little bit wet outside, but still pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yep, awesome, cool. So, <coughs> yeah, Richie. Uh, I was saying to Richie, I actually enjoy running in the rain. It's um, something about it. You're all sweaty and hot anyway. Getting a, getting the rain wash the sweat all over you, uh, off you as you're running is uh, is is much nicer than just being dripping in sweat if you ask me <laughs> so today's show we're talking about uh we're talking about calories really and uh and weight loss we're also going to talk a little bit about building muscle towards the end of the show now as the uh, title of this show says are calories important for losing weight absolutely they absolutely are and we're going to explain why <clears throat> a lot of people don't understand uh this at all so what we're going to be doing is basically demystifying how calories count when it comes to fat loss and also for building muscle. The first thing that you want to understand is you want to learn to differentiate the difference between weight loss and fat loss. A lot of people are still saying, you know, I want to lose weight. You don't want to lose weight, you want to lose fat. It is very important that you understand that because the research shows that if you focus on weight loss, meaning if you just jump on the scales and you reduce the amount of calories that you consume or you, or you go running and you're losing weight on the scales, you actually lose muscle and fat at the same rate Wrap your head around that. So the scales might tell you that you've lost 10 pounds. You've actually lost five pounds of muscle and five pounds of fat, roughly. That's disastrous. That's really, really, really bad. And that's what causes people to rebound from weight loss because when you lose muscle, your body goes into starvation mode. It is, it is a, it is a catas catastrophic on the body, on the metabolism, on um, you know, our ability to, to perform and live and regulate our hormones and everything. So the body goes into starvation mode and at its first chance, it puts on the weight and some but when it puts on the weight it doesn't always put on the muscle that it lost it often just puts on fat again because you can lose muscle and fat very easily but to build the muscle back that doesn't just happen naturally that happens from you know doing resistance training so it's very very important that's the first thing you want to understand is you don't want to lose weight you want to lose fat so <clears throat> how do calories affect that well I guess we should talk about that a calorie, what a calorie basically is. A calorie is, is just a unit of measurement of uh, energy. It's, um, it, it measures the energy in 
uh, well, in food, of course, but also you can refer to how much energy is, is stored in, in, in fat in the, uh, you know, in the human body or how much energy we're burning in a workout or in a day. You know? So that's what a calorie is. It's like a, it's like a mile as a unit of measurement for distance or for speed, miles per hour. You know? Calorie is a, is, a, is a unit of measurement for, um, uh, for food, for, for energy in the body. Um, there's uh, energy that the body uses for fuel is broken down into three macronutrients, carbohydrate, protein, and fat. All food has a combination of uh, carbohydrate, protein, and fat. And then there's a fourth macronutrient, which is alcohol. And alcohol is called a macronutrient because when it, it goes into the body, the body uses it up as fuel, as energy. Um, anything you want to uh, add to that, Richie? To no, no, I'm fine. Keep going. Description of energy. So <clears throat> why do calories count? Why are calories important when it comes to losing weight? Because weight loss, so we're not talking about fat loss here. We're talking about weight loss. I'll go back a step. Weight loss is as simple as calories in versus calories out. If your body needs 2,000 calories to sustain itself in a 24-hour period and you consume less than that, so if you consume 1,800 calories or 1,500 or whatever it is, you will lose weight. If you consume more than 2,000 calories, you will put on weight. It's as simple as that. Um, the way it works though is the amount of calories that you consume in a day are far less important than what you consume in a seven-day period. And even in a 30-day period is, is what's more relevant. So you can actually eat a hell of a lot more than what you're meant to eat uh, in a week, uh, but then if you, over the next two or three weeks, eat a little bit less than what you need uh, overall, okay, um, then you'll maintain your body weight. It, uh, you, you actually can do that, which is why people like, you know, for Richard Yanni and me, who our body fat percentage might fluctuate maybe one or 2% throughout the year, and we've had many, many DEXA scans to measure this, um, and our weight may fluctuate my weight actually fluctuates um six kilos um i can go anywhere from uh 84 kilos up to 90 kilos um throughout a year depending on what kind of training i'm doing and, and what i'm eating um but yeah our body fat percentages don't usually change that much and that's because we've we've been doing everything that we're going to be talking to you about in this show for decades now so we really understand how to balance out our calories over a 30-day period so, so what does it mean? Um, the uh, yeah, so yeah, Stephen's saying the actual definition of a calorie is it's the amount of energy required to raise one. It's either I think it's one cc of water, uh, one degree Celsius. At so atmospheric pressure. At, at atmospheric pressure, it's the amount That's of it. energy required to raise the temperature of one cc of water. One degree, so that's yeah, it's the heat, it's heat energy more or less. Heat, heat energy, energy, yeah. Yep. yeah. Right. Uh, look, I'm not going to go that deep into it, Stephen. I know you you've got a PhD, so I'm sure you can eclipse <laughs> me on this kind of stuff. Um, so I I do understand this stuff, but I don't try to explain it too well because again, everybody, we're not nutritionists, we're not dietitians, so take this with a grain of salt. We're just personal trainers who have taken a, a, a great interest in this stuff and have learned from some people that are absolutely considered authorities on the matter very well educated phd holders professors at universities all that kind of stuff so so why do calories matter when it comes to weight loss because if you eat too many calories 
then you're going to put on weight. If you get the calories right, you're going to lose weight. So how does that work? You want to lose weight. You're 20 pounds overweight. You want to lose fat. You want to lose 20 pounds of fat. Um, the first thing you have to do is you've got to get a DEXA scan. You need to understand where the, where the weight loss is coming from. And the only way to do that properly is with a DEXA scan. So you don't want to be going, woohoo, I've lost 10 pounds in three weeks because you may have lost five pounds of fat and five pounds of muscle and the, the DEXA scan is the only way to tell that. So it's the first step, go and get a DEXA scan. The other reason why a DEXA scan is really important is, so not only does it measure your lean mass, your, your, your fat-free mass, and also your fat mass, um, so that way, that's how you can tell if you're losing fat or losing muscle or losing both or whatever it is. And we've had a lot of members where when, when they get DEXA scan, that they'll put on muscle while they lose fat at the same time. So some, we've often got it really right with people. But the other reason why you want to get a DEXA scan is you want to know what your resting meta metabolic rate is or otherwise known as basal metabolic rate which is the amount of calories that you require at rest in a 24-hour period. Now, this includes incidental calories like walking around and whatever. We don't add those onto it. But basically, if all you do is, is basic general day, day stuff, you know, you get up, you go to work, you, you, you know, whatever it is that you do in the day, that's the amount of calories that you need to sustain yourself at the weight that you're at. Now, my resting metabolic rate is about 2,250 calories, about that. Um, just depends on how much I weigh because the more muscle you have on your body, the more, the higher the resting metabolic rate is and the less muscle you have on your body, the lower the resting metabolic rate is. Um, you know, fat doesn't require energy to maintain it. It, it is actually a, a use, it is actually a, a, a way to store energy in the body, um, fat. So if, if you don't eat for three weeks, you'll survive on your fat, whereas muscles you actually can survive on muscle. Your body will eventually start eating its own muscles, but muscles require energy to work. Um, fat doesn't. Fat is a way of storing energy. So um, what does it all mean? How does it all work? You, you, you get your DEXA scan. Your DEXA scan tells you you need 2,200 calories to sustain yourself at rest. You want to lose 20 pounds of fat. What do you do? Well, you have to consume less than 2,200 calories in a day. And the best way that the research shows to do this is to actually to go into a 500 calorie a day deficit, but that comes half from exercise and half from uh, nutrition. So what that would mean is, what that would look like is, is that you would do a workout that burns 250 calories that gives you a 250 calorie deficit. And then you eat 250 calories that less than what your resting metabolic rate is. So for me, if I uh, need 2,250 calories to sustain myself, I would uh, eat 2,000 calories, but also do a workout that burns about 250 calories. And 250 calories for me is about a one hour UMS workout. It's a, you know, a UMS workout where I, you know, lift a lot of weights, do a 16 minute hit session at the end, a little bit of stretching, that'll burn 250 calories. Um, so th this, is, this is really important stuff. And this is one of the reasons why so many people get so frustrated with trying to lose fat is because they don't understand these scientific calculations and you, you can calculate this stuff. Now this is the real kicker and I'm, this is the last thing that I'm gonna say before I take a break from talking and give Richard a chance to jump in here is that if you try to lose fat through exercise and nutrition and you're not also trying to maintain muscle mass through resistance training, meaning you're not doing at least two resistance training sessions a week, 
um, then you are most likely going to lose fat and muscle at the same time, which means you are almost guaranteed to bounce back from the weight loss and some. So it is critical that you do a minimum of two resistance training sessions that would otherwise build muscle. And what I mean by otherwise build muscle is that when you're in a calorie deficit, it's very, very hard to build muscle. It can be done, but it's very, very hard. If you were actually accurately in a calorie deficit, it would probably be impossible. But if you're doing these workouts that if you were in a calorie surplus, meaning eating more calories than what you need, you would build muscle. If you're doing those workouts, but remaining in a calorie deficit, then hopefully you will maintain muscle mass while you lose fat. Yeah, you're right, Rad. Um, I think one of the things that people sort of have to get their head around when losing weight is not just losing the fat, but maintaining the muscle. That that muscle on your body is going to be critical at long-term health and, and success with um, staying at a lean body composition. There's a lot of people out there that just get the the dieting right or, or just burn a lot of calories without paying too much attention to maintaining that muscle through protein intake through resistance training and um, the people that do like cardio sessions and reduce a bunch of um, calories in their diet they end up burning more than 70% of that weight through muscle mass mm. like if you're 80 kilos and you've just lost 10 kilos 70% of that is going to be muscle that's going to take you so much effort to put back on to the body years maybe you know yep. to, to get that muscle back and what so it's really important that yeah, you, um, you're taking the right amount of protein like we are discussing yesterday, in yesterday's show um, and that you are resistance training during that time as well. What were you going to say, Rad? Uh, I'm actually just... Um, calories. I'm just sharing this. Um, so what I was going to say is it's not just about how long it's going to take um, to put back on. It's it's the way that if, if, you, if you did what you just described there, you're almost guaranteed to bounce back and put the weight on and some because when you start losing muscle like that the body itself the the regulatory systems within the body our hormones everything that keeps us going like you've got to think about how you've really got to marvel at life and 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 what goes on in our bodies you know It, it, it is really a fascinating thing but the things that govern our body and that keep us going those systems, they don't know that you've made a choice to, to eat less food and to starve yourself and put yourself into starvation mode. They don't know that. The, the regulatory systems in our body, they get a signal that, oh my God, it's an, it's an ice age, there's no food around. The moment that we get any calories, we're packing it on and we're going to store it in our fat so that we can survive for longer because there's not enough food around. We're starving right now. That's what goes on in the body. So... You, if you do lose weight that way, you are just setting yourself up for a disaster. And yeah, this there's is a, there's a lot of people that cycle that. Like yeah, they'll lose a bunch of weight, and a lot of that being muscle, yeah. and they'll pack the weight back on, and then in a desperate effort to lose that extra weight that they put on, they'll go through that cycle of dieting and fasting or whatever, and uh, then they'll lose even uh, more fat, but then put it back on with uh, with less muscle, and it's a repeated cycle that eventually leads people to being obese. Uh, a lot weaker um, and um, yeah, in a worse state than what they started with. So it's, it's key to you know, keep, keep resistance training. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you, you, um, yeah, it's, it's just so important that you get this right. You know, 
I, I, I want to just say this one more time. If you, this, what's important to understand? People might be thinking, well, okay, like you've said this, but why? Why is it important? Well, muscles are what um, govern the metabolism, and the metabolism is what determines how much energy you need. So you've got to think about this. If you, if you're a you know 140 pound uh, dude with not a lot of muscle on you at all then your resting metabolic this is a total stab in the dark i'm just guessing these numbers but the point is is uh relevant then your resting metabolic rate might be 1800 calories in a day you know that might be what you need to sustain it probably be a lot less than that to be honest probably be about 1500 calories um then you if you that same person put on muscle not fat muscle that got you from 140 pounds to 180 pounds your resting metabolic rate would jump from 1500 calories a day to 2000 calories a day so all of a sudden now you need to eat more food to sustain the weight that you're now currently at now most people in the world don't have a problem with needing to eat more food. Okay, I'll rephrase that. The Western world, most people that are overweight, like when you talk about Australia, America, and a lot of countries in Europe, a lot of European countries, it's like Australia and America is now over 65% of the population are overweight. So there are over 65% of people in our country and in America that need to eat less, not need to eat more. So if you raised your resting metabolic rate through building more muscle on your body, a lot of that problem starts to go away. You start to burn that fat on you as the fuel source from eating the same amount of food because now you've increased your energy requirement. It's basically like thinking to yourself, okay, I've got this car and it's got a, you know, a four-cylinder engine in it and I've got all this petrol here that keeps going in the car and overflowing and I need to burn more petrol. What's the best way I can do that? Well, the best way you can do it is put in a V8 with a turbo on it in the same car. And all of a sudden, that exact same car with the bigger engine is going to be burning five times the fuel, you know? Yeah. So the same thing happens in the body when you increase your muscle mass. So that's the first thing that you need to understand about why you should build more muscle. The next thing you need to understand is more muscle equals um, less injury. It equals better life performance. Like you can lift groceries better. You can pick people up easier. You can walk upstairs quicker. You can go up hills easier. Like everything you do in life that requires movement becomes easier. But it also regulates your hormonal levels or it plays a, it plays a very large part in regulating the hormones in your body. So the, the, the hormones that literally make you feel happy or depressed, angry or sad, the, the, thi the, the things that make you get out of bed feeling good about yourself or get out of bed feeling crap about yourself, those levels are largely regulated by the muscle that you have in your body. It plays a really critical role in it. Um, so, and then when you talk about aging, if anybody that's listening to this is over 55, then this is really important to you because even at 55, you're considered very young by a lot of people's book. But once you get into your 60s and 70s, if you haven't understood this concept of building muscle and holding onto the muscle, your bones start to become brittle and you start to be able to break bones just from falling over. Something that Richard and I would do and just get up from and go, oh, bloody hell, and curse and, you know, dust our hands off. That same fall would break your bones, you know, and you're in, and you're in real trouble. So it's really, really, really important that you understand there are so many reasons why you need to focus on maintaining muscle whilst you lose fat. 
And a big part of that is the calories. Yeah, right? the calories, Let's that's bring right. Bring it back to calories. And bring it back to calories. So. Calories are dropping off, guys, and you're aiming to build muscle. That's not going to happen. Yep. Um, and if you're eating too much calories and you're looking to lose weight, it's not going to happen either. Yep. Um, and how do we recommend people uh, find out how many calories they're eating, Rad? We, we discussed this yesterday. Well, we? we've got the DEXA scan. The DEXA yep. scan is important. You need to know how many you need, and then you need one of those calorie tracking apps. Yep. And we reckon anybody that's struggling with their body composition, and it's not even if you're struggling with your body composition, I think in this day and age, this is one of the best, anybody that wants to go down this route of health and fitness, if you're listening to this show and you want more out of your health and fitness, you really should for a six month period or at least a three month period bare minimum, you should track your calories. Yep. Every single one that goes in your mouth, every, every cup of tea, Every sip of this, every every bite of chocolate, every single thing that goes in your mouth should go into it one sa- of those. It sounds a bit obsessive, but it really teaches you about the food that you're eating, yep. what, what's in it, and, and how that will affect your body. Like at- once you start looking at things and going, okay, there's that many grams of protein in that roughly, oh, that, that's good for me. Or man, that's going to be a lot of calories in that burger. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that because my goal is to lose weight. Um, it really uh, it gives you that knowledge about what you're putting in your body. It's the only way to get, um, I mean, Yanni, Richard and I have all done this and it's brought us to this point now where for me, it's really amazing what goes on in my mind. Like I had, um, uh, I had a drink on the weekend at our social club event um, for the first time in a long time, in many, 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 many months I had one cider. And what I actually thought of when I looked at the cider was I thought about how many calories were in it. I thought, man, this cider's got like uh, about 120 or 130 calories in it. Mm-hmm. And I've got to consider what that's going to do to how much I'm eating today, you know? Because what I really thought about was not so much the one cider, I mean, whatever, 130 calories. But I thought, what if I had four of these? Or what if I had six of these? I'm not mm. thinking so much about, I wasn't in that moment thinking about the alcohol that I don't want to drink because I've trained myself for that to not be an issue now. But I was thinking about the calories. I was thinking about what, okay, what, 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 I'm going to have six of these. That's about 750 calories. I'm going to need to skip a meal or I'm going to need to eat a much smaller meal or I'm going to need to eat a meal that's really just salad and a tiny yeah, bit yeah, of tuna or something. It empowers you, know? you to make healthier choices because yep. once you know what you're eating, you're just like, oh, I know what not to eat. Yep. And I know what's better. Yep. Um, and you've got just so much more options. Um, because if you don't know anything about food and you're at the grocery store and you're like, okay, what do I pick? What's what's going to be better for my, my goals, my my workouts? And you don't know anything. You, you're just going to be confused. You're going to be like, oh, an apple here, some vegetables here, because that's what people tell me are healthy. But um, you have no concept of the energy that's in those foods. Yep. And ultimately, that's what's most important when it comes to your body composition. Yep. It's that energy in the foods that you, you choose, really. Yeah. Yep. And our, I mean, we moved away. Our gym a couple of years ago, we used to be a weight loss gym. That's what we used to market ourselves as. We used to help people lose fat. And we decided to stop doing it for, for, for many reasons. But one of the main reasons is that what we learned is that no one can pay you any amount of money that will be enough to make us as a personal trainer, get them to lose fat. We had people that were training with us five days a week, paying $150 a session, they're obviously wealthy people, $750 a week, and they were turning up for an hour a day with a private personal training session from Yanni, Richard or me, and they didn't lose weight. And the reason why they didn't is because they didn't do the one thing that they really need to do, which is take it on board themselves 
to take control of what they're eating and learn how to understand this. Yeah. So if you want to lose fat, this is critical. You need to learn how many calories your body needs. You need to learn what calories are in the foods you're eating. And you need to go through a three to six month period where you track every single thing meticulously so that you can start looking at a meal and saying, there's not enough protein in that meal, so I'm not gonna eat that. And there's too many calories in that. Or if I eat that, because it's got this kind of sauce in it, that adds about 400 calories, and so I've gotta watch out how much. You know, like you need to get to that point. And for Yanni, Richard, and me, like that, we don't even, like those thoughts don't even, it's not like I go, oh, there's this many. I just look at it and and there's a red flag over it. You know, I know, no, I can't eat that. I gotta eat this instead, you know. Yeah, you can just look at things and go, yeah, I know what's in that. I'm 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 not gonna touch it. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna gonna have a little bit of that, you know, like, because it's not too bad. and but it's one of, it's one of the most valuable processes you'll ever go through with your life if health is an issue for you. Look, tracking calories isn't essential for losing weight, but it's the I think the, the best way of doing it yep. because it becomes measurable what you're doing on a weekly basis. Yep. It becomes measurable. Otherwise, you're just spitballing things. You, you're really guessing, um, and ultimately, I mean, you guys are listening to this show because you want the best sort of information coming at you. You want the best tips and advice and um, best ways of doing things to get the results you want and ultimately that's what we think is the better way of doing it yep. you don't have to be tracking calories for the rest of your life but uh, we, we all recommend here that you do it for a period of time that you so you learn something you learn how to uh, make life a little bit easier on yourself um, when it comes to losing weight or putting muscle on yep couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So we're gonna we're gonna continue this topic for uh, Thursday and Friday's show. It's Wednesday in Australia now, um, and we've got some some really good uh, wrap ups for this week around nutrition, calories, fat loss, muscle building. Um, so any questions, hit us up with them. And of course, if you've uh, enjoyed this show, please uh, follow us. You know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, share it with your friends, um, subscribe to our podcast and come and join the UMS Movement Mastermind on Facebook. Uh, just a couple of shout outs here. So Dave Clark, thanks for tuning in, brother. And Stephen Pellegrino is saying um, uh, he's saying that he is shooting for uh, gaining muscle and losing fat uh, at the same time. That's awesome, man. He's saying he's lost five pounds in three weeks and seems to continue to progress reps and weight as normal. So meaning that he's, he seems to be going forward with the amount of reps and the amount of weight that he's lifting in his workouts as normal so i would be i would hope that i'm maintaining if not still gaining we'll see on the next scan in another uh five to ten pounds so yeah absolutely i mean look five pounds in three weeks is that it um that it is likely that that is fat Stephen, and that's really healthy fat loss i remember hearing that um in australia uh because we go off kilos but healthy healthy fat loss is um, 750 grams to 1.5 kilograms per week. So that's that basically that variance depends on how heavy you are, how big you are. But that is considered to be a healthy fat loss amount that wouldn't result in catastrophic rebounding. So you got to think, so forget 2.2 pounds per kilogram, let's just call it double. So let's call it one and a half to three pounds per week. Um, and that is, if you think about that, you might be thinking, oh man, I want to lose 30 pounds. God, that's going to take me, um, you know, 10 to 20 weeks to do. And that's if you get it all right. That, that's if you get everything right. And yeah, yeah, it will. That, that's how long healthy fat loss takes. So anyway, look guys, I, I hope uh, I hope you you got something out of that show. Um, we haven't talked about um, calories and fat loss for a while on this show. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. 
Uh, and of course, all of our UMS online coaching members jump over to the to the private Facebook group where we're about to go live and answer your specific coaching questions. And if you're not a member of that group yet, what are you doing? Get a get a one month free trial of our UMS online coaching program. Come and see how we make driven people strong, flexible, and fit. See you tomorrow, everyone. See you guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.